Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Association of Common Sense Masculinity is proud to present the exciting, the thought-provoking, Can-Am Soup, an entertaining, genuine, and often meandering conversation between two friends. And now, the stars of our show, Jeremy Gertz and Todd Fuss. Hey, Todd, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going on pretty good on this end. How about you, Jeremy? Oh, good. I'm sensing lag again here. <laughs> With the internet. Oh, man. Like, I only heard half of the intro. I guess we should uh, maybe put this out there first thing. The reason that we haven't had a podcast for the last couple of weeks is because the internet has been so choppy that our conversations are like... like I'll I'll hear a third of what Todd's saying. Todd will hear a third of what I'm saying, and then when we stitch it all together, it sounds like a, like a really bad internet connection, and it wasn't pleasant. And then last week we tried a different podcasting host, and it only saved one of our tracks. So I've uh, moved my entire setup into the house to see if that would be better. If I've got better internet in the house than the shop, but we'll see. Hopefully this works. Hey, we can hope. Yeah. And I just yeah, actually noticed another change or another difference, but uh, we shall see. Because I noticed that um, if I move, I, I click the icon from chat to uh, participants, I can actually see some extra stuff that I've never noticed before because I've never clicked participants. Okay. It shows I'm using Apple. You know, because I'm on yes. my new Apple, and you're using yep. Apple, mm-hmm. and I'm using Safari, but you're using Chrome. And yes. prior to me moving downstairs, I was in a Windows platform. Yeah, I saw that. So too. I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. What? I saw. I saw that you're using Windows before too. Yeah, so I'm wondering if you know Safari's the problem. Oh, I'm not sure. Could be. They do recommend. They say for the best results, use Chrome. Well, I can. And I don't know why. Change it real quick. And just jump on a new one. I mean, we can. Let's try it. Sure, let's try it. All right. Be back in okay, a second. Okay, so we're gonna. Okay. Okay. So Todd's back. We're on Chrome. Right on. So what's happening in your world, there, Todd? <clears throat> no, just focusing on. Trying to get healthier, going to physical therapy, doing what I'm supposed to do. Um, we had uh, some trees fall in high wind. Um, no, no. We get, you know, four, five, six inches of rain here, but I can't buy snow. I'm, I'm getting a little irritated. <laughs> That's funny. I'm going to go find Greta and Slapper. Yeah. <laughs> Is global warming is ticking me off. Yeah. So yesterday morning I woke up and like we've had like above freezing temperatures for, I don't know, about a week. And it was raining last night when we went to bed. And then sure enough, woke up this morning. I could pretty much step out of the door of the house, give one push and slide the entire way to the shop. Like it was solid ice. And then 
I, I don't know what it happened. I think it's because it was like we were at like, you know, minus 30 or whatever. And we had about two inches of snow. And I'm, I was like, ah, it's not enough to like plow the driveway, snow blow the driveway. It's not going to impede our progress in and out. So you leave it. And then after several weeks, it gets packed down. And then it gets this, this rain on top of it. And I was like, I got to deal with this. So yesterday I spent some time in the Bobcat and completely got everything back down to the asphalt. And then it snows this morning. <laughs> I'm like, oh, crap. I even had, because we got like the, I took the bucket and I like scraped and scraped, got down to, so there's asphalt, asphalt showing through. And then uh, I put the, we got the power brush for the Bobcat, like a, I don't know, eight foot wide power brush. And it just went up and down the driveway a couple times with that. And I'm like, yes, it's completely, completely clean. And then we get snow. <laughs> but. Oh, well. Yeah, there we got a cold spell coming up. Supposed to be like minus 18 or something like that for two days. And then it gets warm again. Yeah. <clears throat> I I quit being shocked and surprised at it. But, you know, the weather, it'll say, oh, Monterey, Tennessee, it'll be a low of 30 tonight or 35 like last night. Um, supposed mm. to be 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, we were yep. 25 Fahrenheit by sundown. <laughs> oh, I think wow. it got down to 17 last night here at the house. When we're only nine miles from town proper. Yeah. yeah. It's just we're in our That's own little ecosystem here in system. between the four little mountains. Hmm. So you were colder overnight than we were here. That seems so weird, doesn't it? <laughs> well, you know, maybe maybe Gaia, Mother Earth, is taking my soul into account. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so um, I guess since we didn't release any podcasts, uh, we, we kind of talked about on the other ones that didn't end up getting released. But So we got the old uh, Starlink. We went into the dark side and uh, bought Starlink. I've always been hesitant to to do it because of elon i i don't know why like i don't know where where to put that dude you know like some of the stuff he says i'm like yeah you're absolutely right and then some of the stuff i'm like what is wrong with you man but i know i was like i don't want to i don't want to help make him even richer but i'm also kind of like i want some fast internet so but it's pretty cool man we, we put it up on our roof just mount it down then you got to run a cable inside the house and that was like the most the tricky part and uh turn it on and it literally it moves itself around finds the satellites it's got like a heater in it so if it snows it just melts the snow off it's just it's crazy man and then like right now i think that we're the lowest that we've had for speed and right now we're like 32 megabytes download and seven and a quarter up but sometimes we'll be like 200 download and like 60 up it, it fluctuates but it is crazy but yeah, I mean, isn't it, isn't it though, when you get like the worst internet since 1989, you have to deal with it and then you get something that's blazing fast. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like a caveman first seeing a, an airplane. Yeah. Oh, totally. Hey, uh, can you hear that noise? No. Or not? I, I hear the noise behind me, but 
Okay, I wonder if I, like, I'm just in the basement suite here, and the fridge kicks on and off, and it's a loud fridge. I wonder if I should unplug it real quick. No, I don't hear anything. I'm going to go, oh, really? Okay, I'll just leave it then. I mean, you hear my heater running? Nope. Uh, these microphones are awesome. Yeah, they are, aren't they? They're, they they do us a great up, job. But none of our annoying background, unprofessional studio noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know that that's the thing. Like, so I had a couple comments on a recent video I did where I did a voiceover and uh, people like, what kind of, what kind of microphone are you using? Your audio sounds unbelievable. And yeah, these, uh, they don't like to hear when I tell them it's an SM58. No, no. SM7B. Sure. SM7B is what both of you, you and I record on. People don't like to hear that. They're like, oh, crummy. It's not a cheap microphone, but man, it is, it is phenomenal, isn't it? I it is. Say. I did a, uh, <clears throat> not a Zoom call, but it was something, another program, but same thing, same principle. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. the person I was had the call with, he was using that um, Rode Podcaster. Okay, that yeah. Everybody uses. Oh my yes. God, is I heard everything in this neighborhood. Really? I'm like, dude, can you change your settings or something? Why? Oh, it's wow. picking up every... I can hear your neighbor talking. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? I said, that I don't know crazy. what he's saying, but I can hear somebody talking. The, yeah. the farmer, right? That's crazy. He's like, they're 50 feet away in their driveway. I don't care. Yeah. So... That's nuts. Yeah, that's that's one thing like I did a bunch of research when I was looking into them and just because you see big people using them I'm like okay well yeah so what that's what they have for their studio what's equivalent and man I mean when I was looking at microphones I went into like a, a professional like like music store where they have like they have like seven thousand dollar microphones and I'm like, oh, my word. And it's like for different things. And, you know, voice actors like this one because of this, but they're only using it in a sound-treated studio and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, no, they said basically the, the SM7B is designed as a, like a broadcast microphone, uh, primarily for talk. But a lot of artists use it, like Metallica uses them uh, for vocals and stuff like that. And, and previously, you had the, we had the SM58, right? Yes. And man, that one, because like if you even, if your eyes turned to the side, it sounded like you were off the microphone. Like you had to literally be right in front of it and so cognizant. And like the difference from having it an inch away from your mouth to an inch and a half away from your mouth was noticeably audible. Like you could hear it. I'm like, oh my goodness. It was so, and that is a singing microphone. It's designed for singing vocals where there's a lot of power coming through and, and stuff. And so, yeah, no, I love these ones. It sure makes another one like a hybrid. Because this one that we have is, uh, what do they call this cable again? Oh, I forget the name off the top of my head. But basically, it's like the studio cable. Like, it's not USB or whatever. Mm-hmm. But sure makes one. And it, it looks similar to this one. But it also has, you can run it as just a USB one as well. The XLR, we've got XLR outputs on these mics, and then we have to go to an interface to bring it into the computer. But I mean, I can run at USB. I have USB imp- ports on the back of my microphone. 
Oh, so you have a different one then. I've got the 7B, but oh, they right? look just like it, but they're not. They're like blanks. I know. Yeah, yeah. Those are dip switches. So you can flick those one side to the other side, and they do different things. And I, I forget. I looked at the manual when we first got it. Because uh, I think they could just call it the SM7, I think. Sure has one, the SM7, and it has XLR or USB. But, yeah. This is probably a boring tangent for listeners, eh? <laughs> Who cares? Listen to, to, that's right, listen to They're not talk paying about us. microphones. That's right. They get what they get, and they don't get upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're doing this for free. Oh, You're listening for free. Deal with it. That's right. That's right. You yep. want us to do a better show? You go to Coca-Cola <laughs> and get us some money. That's all I'm saying. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you get me a you get me a half a Joe Rogan contract and I'll be I'll, I'll put in some effort for you people. <laughs> Even a quarter or a tenth of a Joe Rogan contract I would be happy with. <laughs> <laughs> funny yeah i'm behind on like podcasts it's it's so funny because i i collect all these podcasts i'm always looking for them like when we're in the christmas rush or the mother's day rush and i'm like spending 10 hours a day in front of a little drum sanding machine <laughs> and then and then when i'm doing stuff where i actually require thought i don't listen to podcasts and except when i'm driving and then i'm also not driving as much because i'm not picking up wood and i'm not you know going to the drop packages off every single day so I look at like my podcast feed. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so far behind. But I listened to a couple yesterday in the Bobcat while I was cleaning off the driveway. So I'll have to do that again. Yeah, my, uh, my son Isaiah, he's looking to sell his dirt bike and buy a street bike. So that'll be interesting. Well, I'm shocked um, that uh, mom is okay with that. Mom's generally yeah. aren't okay with that switch. No, no. I know. The one thing is, like, he's a very, very good driver, like, very responsible, um, responsible altogether, like, in general. And um, he, so he's got this dirt bike, it's a KTM 450, and I don't know what year it is, but great bike. And the nice thing is, it's got electric start, it runs good, and he got it for a good deal, and it's looking like he's going to make a Maybe sell for about a thousand bucks more than he paid for it, and um, I don't know, I'm trying to convince him to get a dual sport, but he just wants. And I also said either that or the one thing is dual sports, anything decent, it's like at least five thousand bucks, and he's not going to get five thousand bucks for this dirt bike. And uh, then I said, you know what, just go with like an '80s bike because you get an '80s 750, you know, a, a Honda CB 750, or and uh, he found a Suzuki xj650 which is the exact same bike that i've got as a project right now and uh i don't know he's looking at that and i don't know like yes yes motorbikes definitely are dangerous um i think the biggest thing is that if well, not the biggest thing but i think a, a huge difference is that if you start off riding dirt bikes and you know the clutch the brake and the shifting like intuitively like you don't ever think about it that gives you a big one-up on these people that have never like ridden dirt bikes they go buy a motorcycle and then you know do a little practicing and, and jump out on the street but then it doesn't matter who you are what age you are i think the most dangerous 
time in motorcycling is your very first year because you're not used to being invisible to other people on the road. And like I told Steph, like when she got her license, I had mine before that. And I said, here's the thing. You have to drive like no one can see you. And like if you're coming up on a highway and you're literally on a highway, you know, two lane highway and there's a, a crossing road and the crossing road has stop signs, you assume that the vehicles that stop at that stop sign are going to pull out right exactly where you're going to be. And you just drive like that. Like you're like, okay, well, let me, you know, I've got my hand on the clutch, the brake. If they go here, this is my exit lane. Okay, there's no vehicles beside me. And it's amazing how many times, sure enough, whoop, just comes right out in front of you. And it's like, are you kidding? Like if I was in a vehicle, that would never happen. That's true. Like, like people just, you're not as visible on a motorcycle. And so that's the biggest thing, I think. It's the very first year you're on a bike. If you can learn to drive like everyone's trying to get you, you are so much safer than people that just drive like uh, they've got a right, you know, like they would in a car because... Yeah, you do have the right, but it doesn't matter. You lose <laughs> if it's ever contested, you know. But yeah, you're well, ever, driving you're is a get another motorbike not a right, and that's what people yeah yeah forget. And but yeah. the guy who instructed me and in, when I got my uh, driver's license for a motorcycle in Maryland, he was a his day job was he drove a triaxle dump truck every day. And he said, the, you have to drive for everyone else on the road if you're a motorcycle or a semi. Because people just, mm. for some reason, lose their mind when they're right next to either one of those things. Yeah, yeah. You know, they pull right out in front of you thinking, oh, yeah, you can stop a, <laughs> you know, a 50-ton <laughs> truck in 30 feet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's true. People are just and like last minute, like so there'll be a truck coming into a stoplight, and he's in the right hand lane. There's a whole bunch of vehicles in the left, and then you know, and then they're pulling. Oh, I want to go in front of this semi truck. I'm pulling, and that truck's like locks up, and he's still just. And it's like, what are you thinking? If it was a tiny little, you know, Corolla like you're driving, yes, they could slam their brakes on and be stopped very quickly, but. This is a semi-truck, man. Like, I don't... People that do that must have, like, no concept of the physical world. You know what I mean? <laughs> like None whatsoever. I don't know. And yeah. he had been doing this for... He had been driving a dump truck for the local, you know, gravel company or whatever for, like, 35 years. Mm. Um, yeah. And on a, he showed me a picture of his truck. Um, and he has... <laughs> You know how the World War II fighter aces put like zeros on the side of the airplane for the number they yeah, cut down? Yeah. He had little yeah. Priuses <laughs> for every car that, That's you know, pulled out in front of him and he had to squash. He said, I feel sorry yeah. for the people in it that died, but it's not my fault. Really? So he's killed people in vehicles. Well, he didn't. That's, it, that's, well, yeah, no, know? but people died when he was at, that's crazy. Well, he's like you're driving That's a, a little triaxle and it's full, <laughs> and somebody pulls right out in front of you. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing you can do but try. No, and 100%. then you're gonna make a pancake. He said the first one he did was a F-150, and he made pancake that thing. Really? And he's like, wow. Um, and he was, 
he he quit his job. He was the next day. He was like uh, knee deep in a bottle of vodka, and his boss, yep. who he's related to, comes to him and just slaps him around a little bit and goes, "You drive a dump truck. It's gonna happen. Just yeah. live with it. It's not you. Wow. You know. They That's they committed crazy. suicide unintentionally. Hmm. Now." Shut up and come to work tomorrow, you know. I'm docking your pay today. Yeah. But uh, he, uh, he went back to work, and I think he said he's had been in three fatal car accidents. People either pulling yeah. out in front of him or, uh, yeah, they were all pulling out in front of him, but one of them was like a cross where he T-boned them. Hmm. And all the rest, he, re- he rear-ended them. Because they just pull right in front of you and stop. Yeah, yeah. He said that was the worst one was a little Toyota Corolla. Mm-hmm. Pulled out of a some big shopping center. And then the very next turn, 10 feet away, was the gas station. But the line was all the way to the curb. So when they pulled out, they had to immediately stop. Mm. And he's coming. At 30 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. He said, Smash. I didn't even know I hit a car had I not seen it and was slamming on his brake. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, people are dumb in general. <laughs> and, and people that are listening to this might get the wrong impression. Yeah, um, I just want to, you know, emphasize what you just said. People are dumb. You pull out in front of a semi. Yeah. It's your fault. Stop yeah, it. Yeah. It's just like yeah. if you go swimming and a shark eats you, it's not the shark's fault. If you're tapping yeah. on the glass and a silverback, you know, uses you as a ping pong paddle, <laughs> it's not his fault. Yeah. Don't kill yep. the gorilla. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, like, those dumb people do it all the time and get away with it because it's not a semi-truck that's barreling down right behind that they pull in front of right or a dump truck that happened i just it drives me nuts like even on the highway like i'll be cruising along singling highway speed limits 100 kilometers an hour 60 miles an hour and then some guy will pull out not enough time and you have to slow down to like 60 and then they slowly get up to speed they barely get up to 90 and then their single lights go on and they're pulling into the field i'm like you stupid like, the farmers around here do it all the time. I'm like, you idiot. Like, there's literally no vehicle behind me in sight. You can wait till I pass. Because my theory is, on a highway, if I have to adjust my speed at all, and I'm, I'm doing the speed limit, like, if I'm doing 150, yeah, whatever. But if I'm doing the speed limit, and I have to tap my brakes, you didn't have time. And you shouldn't have pulled out. That's, that's my theory. Like, and that's how I drive for others. Like, if I think there's any question that I'm not going to be able to get up to speed, I don't pull out. Or I pull out and I goose it, you know? Like, yep. people are exact ignorant. same way I drive, but the problem is these stupid people, they know if you rear-end somebody, it's your fault. Yeah. So they don't care. Know, they just pull right out in front of you. I pull know. out in front of you. And I'm like, yeah, I think like you're right. Here, if I rear-end you, technically it's my fault, but I have a dash cam and I'm going to be able to show it was unavoidable. When you pulled out in front of me like a douche. You said you so, have oh, a and cam? also the, this ass whipping you're about to get is also your fault. So, <laughs> yeah. So, wait, you have a dash cam, Todd? 
No, but I'm getting one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've always wondered about, I think, I actually think it could be a good idea. You know what I mean? For, for just like you said, sometimes if there was an accident, because I've had times where I've like had to lay on my brakes, locked up my wheels and man, I bet you could have barely squeezed a piece of paper between me and the guy in front of me. Like I've come so close to rear-ending people that have like just cut in front of me. And I'm like, man, if, if I hit him, technically it'd probably be my fault. But if you have a dash cam and say you're, say you're coming up to an intersection and some guy just pulls over three lanes into your lane, well, that, that would get you out of some trouble, right? Yeah. If they accept footage, I don't know if they even accept video. I don't know. I, I don't trust anything anymore. No, uh, they just the uh, system. I found that uh, Tennessee is um, pretty high up on the list of people who get into accidents on purpose. Oh, really? Sue you. So... I'm gonna huh. get a. I'm getting a dash cam. You know? Yeah, that's a good idea. Front and rear HD. Uh, primarily because you know Danette's going back and forth now. Oh, okay. So, so she's driving to DC or to DC then. Oh no no no. Um, just to Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Oh okay. Oh okay. It's about an hour and a half one way, but she only goes there Mondays and. Well, that's not anyway. too bad then, hey? No, yeah. no, no, no. But I worry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My job. I'm the husband. Yep. And yep. it's not her I'm worried about. It's everybody else on the road. Yeah. And that's what I tell my kids, too. Like, we make the kids, like, uh, call us as soon as they get to where they're going. Like, they've got youth group every Wednesday night. And we're like, as soon as you get there, call us. And then, I mean, with the, the phone tracking, we can track them too, but, um, and we're always like, drive safe, drive safe. And it's always like, watch out for other people. Like, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried about the, <laughs> the new, newly landed immigrant who somehow got a license, but doesn't understand the concept of driving in North America. Like my word, some of these people, like there'll be somebody that does something really stupid and this is going to sound terrible, but I'll be like, I guarantee that person is not a caucasian sure enough nope it's some like asian lady or something like that and they just and, th and that that's just how it is and it's so obnoxious like though i don't know how they get their licenses like i do not understand it some of these people uh so the other day we we're going to a concert downtown calgary and there's this this person literally driving right in the middle of the lane on the dotted line and it's four lanes a downtown core this is four lanes one direction and people are honking at him and he's looking at people like what's wrong and i'm behind him in the right lane and he's half in my lane and half in the lane beside me on the left <laughs> and i'm like somebody somebody said you know what you are capable and safe to drive in this country and i'm like what is wrong with this society like there's something's wrong here and he had no clue i followed him for blocks I'm like, this is, I wanted to film it, but that'd be dangerous. But like, literally, why is that guy on the road? There's no right. He should not be entitled to drive. And they're like, uh, you know, my son had the good idea. You should have a summer's license and a winter's license here. Because some people, they see a skiff of snow and the speed limit's 80 kilometers an hour. And it, you could do 80 just fine, but they will literally do 30. And then everybody's trying to get around this moron. You know, it's like, I'm sorry, if, if this terrifies you, stay home. If you can't drive the speed limit in snow, then then stay home. 
I don't get it, man. It's crazy. And then, and then my sons go and apply, like they'll do a driving test. They're very good drivers. Oh, they get failed all the time. I'm like, you kidding me? That, that's bogus. You know, that's absolute bogus. But there's a little rant right there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's what been changed mean? since I was there because of, you know, society. But when I was in mm-hmm. another country, uh, if you were moving there, like, you know, for more than a certain amount of time, and if you were from the United States, Canada, Australia, and there were two other countries I can't remember, they it was a direct thing. All right, here's your... British license for this amount of time. Mm. If you were from anywhere else in the world, nope, you got to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was funny. It's true, like, yeah. Well, you, you, what you and I drive in, it's the same thing, right? Our, our laws of the road are I, essentially identical. And it's very civilized and there's lanes and, and people know, okay, I have to stay in my lane. If I want to change a lane, I need to indicate with my signal lights and let people know and blah, 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 blah. There aren't many countries in the world that are that civilized and respectful when they drive. You know, you, you look at the vast majority of the rest of the world, it is absolute sheer chaos, right? And it's just like, go when you can. Like my parents, like they've traveled all over and they say some of these places, you wonder how you got to your hotel from the airport alive. And then you go out the next day and you go somewhere and and you realize that's just how it works there. Absolute madness, sheer chaos, like squeeze in here, go there, go quickly on the wrong way, duck back into the right way. It's just, it's crazy. And then those people move here and they don't understand that, hey, you know what? We've got a little bit of civility here. We're kind of chilled out. And, you know, we've got these rules in place. When everyone abides by the rules, things work flawlessly. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm just going to Oh, my goodness, it's crazy. I've literally watched, I, I watched this um, lady pull in. Um, I, I, I think she was a Chinese lady. And she was on a, a left-hand turn. And her, her light turned red. She didn't have a right to go. And people started driving. And then, I don't know. I don't know what she did. She panicked and maybe she thought that she'd never get through the light. So she started driving and all the vehicles stopped at the intersection because she had a red light. They had a green all honking at her. And then she punched it and ran right into a signal light, like to the light stand. Like, like what the heck? oh man, it's like, who gave you your license? Because that's not right. Because you are not fit to drive in this country. I'm sorry. You're just not. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. I, my first trip to a no. Islamic country when I was in the military, we asked the uh, interpreter, so, you know, how's the traffic here? Because we're all going to have to drive back and forth to work, you know. And we're driving a minibus, you know, and we take turns driving it. And uh, mm-hmm. the interpreter just looks at us like we're stupid. He goes, you're in a country where everyone is looking forward to dying. How do you think the traffic is? <laughs> okay, got it. Funny. She said, yeah. you can drive, and she grew up there, and she said, you can drive better than 90% of the people in this country if you just close your eyes and punch it. You know? Really? Like, okay. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And then when everyone on the bus is, um, you know, white-knuckled, 
two minutes into the drive, you're like, okay, yeah, we get it now. Because everybody stays yeah. in their lane till there's a stoplight. Then it's 20 line, you know, 20 lanes wide. Wow. Yeah. Nobody cares. Uh, when it's green, yeah. they just all punch it and then uh, slowly That's get crazy. back into their lanes again. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. You see those videos of those guys like out in the desert? Like it looks like Abu Dhabi or something like that, and they'll yeah. be in like a Silverado pickup, and they drive on two wheels. Oh yeah, yeah, that's so crazy, hey! And there'll be guys like sitting on the side of the truck, and they'll like do this this maneuver, this hard turn, and then jank, and then next thing you know, it's up on two wheels. And I'm like, you guys are nuts, so man. That's crazy. I used to do that on a motorbike with a sidecar, but that's a lot different than in a truck. That's yeah, funny. but nothing, uh, nothing beats those videos. Or seeing it in real life in uh, the mountains of India where the road is four feet wide and all the trucks are six feet wide and they're still doing it. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Right next to a 600 foot yeah. drop off. You're like, uh, no. Yeah. Not doing it. Yeah. It's crazy, hey? It is. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, man. So anything exciting happening in uh, your shop or projects you got going on? No, I'm still healing up the hands. Yeah, yeah. Going for how's uh, that going? Well, going for physical therapy on my back is hard enough on my hands. So on my off because I go mm -hmm. about every other day. So on the days I'm off, I'm resting my hands and my back. It's just crazy. Hmm. Because now, you know, at first, both. you know, the day of surgery and the day after surgery, um, my hands didn't hurt at all. And then mm -hmm. a certain part started hurting, and that was three or four days. And then it went to another part. And I'm like, really? Why can't you all yeah, just hurt it me. once and get it over with, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That sucks. I still can't. I don't. I still don't have the dexterity to snap my fingers. So, um, really, it's and then everybody yeah. I know that's had the surgery has said it's slow. Just you know, oh, deal okay. with it. And I'm like, no. Yeah. You know me. I don't have any patience. I was born without it. Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. But yeah. Anyway. How about uh, any uh, any good food you've been cooking up or eating lately? Uh, had, uh, homemade tomato soup and homemade sourdough, uh, grilled cheese sandwiches to go with it. Oh, that's a, do you guys do that? Tomato soup and grilled cheese? Yes. <laughs> it's that's the, the best, best combination the isn't for it? a miserable yeah. cold day. Yeah. Yeah, Steph introduced me to that. I want a grilled cheese one. She goes, okay, I'll make some tomato soup to go with it. And I'm like, um, okay, it's weird. And I tried it. I'm like, oh, my word. This is like a match that was meant to be. It's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like chili and cornbread. Yeah. You have mm -hmm. um, tomato soup and grilled cheese. It's just phenomenal. Uh, yeah. And it's, yeah, you Steph can't even describe this to week. somebody how much it works. But, oh, my Lord. I know, and that's the perfect, like, you dip it in the soup, and, oh, man, I love it. 
Because if we don't have tomato soup, I've actually, I kind of like ketchup to dip my grilled cheese into. Um, but yeah, the tomato soup is just so good. That's nice. Um, oh, I, I did get, so, uh, I did do some measuring down here in the office, uh, in the basement, and ordered uh, uh, like six area rugs for different oh, okay. places. One big one for in front of the TV, runners that'll go from, you know, the doors and where the carpets are not going to be and uh mm-hmm. and for benny because he hates his floor and he's not alone mm. i hate it too and then one for under the desk oh cool and right now they're just be nice, eh? unrolled and hopefully they'll eventually stay flat yeah yeah it takes a little bit i mean they're just cheapo huh. from wayfair but you know it's all i need I didn't know you guys had Wayfair there. Well, online. For some Wayfair reason, I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought it was a Canadian thing. Wayfair.ca. Yours is obviously .com. I'm sure, but that's interesting. I've never heard uh, of an American talk about Wayfair before. First time, Todd. Crazy. It is, and I know um, I'm not a, the biggest fan of Wayfair, but um, they got what you need. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was one of the episodes that we didn't end up releasing, but or if we didn't talk about it. Did, did I tell you that we sous vide a brisket? A who? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, man, that was unbelievable. And, uh, oh. So, like, I, you know, cooking a brisket, like smoking a brisket, when it's done right, it's it's just, like, it's like world peace food. You know, you eat that and everything's right with the world. If everybody ate that, then nobody would ever fight again. <laughs> but um, it's it's tricky. And I, I think so I finally got my Greta process down. ate a piece of perfect brisket, her IQ would raise by 30 points? No, but she would just shut up. Okay. <laughs> it won't make you smarter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't I mean, matter how smart you are. Just if, <laughs> if you're stupid and loud, that's the IQ problem. If her IQ is just a few points <laughs> higher... She'd know how dumb she is, and she would shut up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, um, and so anyways, I was like, and there's a gentleman, actually, I'm going to his birthday party tonight, and uh, he's doing brisket tonight, and uh, and he, he, like, he tell me about, they do brisket for Christmas, and I told him we did, and then um, he's one of the pastors at our church, and um, and I was like, really, you sous vide brisket? He's like, oh, yeah, it's amazing. I'm like, and this was even before I had sous vide, and and I've always kind of been a little bit to me like the idea of it, it sounds like yeah, but my goodness! So we did uh, thirty six hours, and I think we did like one fifty, one fifty five. I forget, but man, I've never had a brisket anywhere near that tender. Like like literally, you know, you got the two cuts. Uh, what's like the, the tip is the the one that's more marbleized, right? Um. But anyways, you, you could like take a spoon and just like mush it. It was unbelievable how tender that brisket was. And then when we we're done, I, I went and I fired up the charcoal grill. So it's kind of wasteful because, you know, it takes a little bit of charcoal to get it. So it's not just gassing off. We let, you know, we fired it up, let it burn for about an hour. And then we had some nice hot, hot coals. I just put it on there for about one minute and just seared the outside of it, flipped it over, seared the other side. So you get at least a little bit of actual natural, like, wood heat 
And man, that was that brisket was unbelievable. Man, it was good. Yeah, because I was about to say the nice... brisket without a, any kind of smoky flavor would not be right. You know what it was? It, it was like a roast beef, but the the most tender of roast beefs you've ever had. Like, and I'm a huge fan. I love roast beef, and Steph's good at it. Like, um, in roast beef, if you're doing the oven, it's just low and slow. Like, I'm, Steph would tell me, like, her mom used to do a roast beef. She'd, like, put it in the oven for half an hour at 400 degrees and always came out like a piece of wood, you know, and you could hardly cut through the thing with a good steak knife. And if you weren't drowning it in gravy, even then it was disgusting. But this is, like, so good. I mean, like, um, corned beef is basically, it's a cut of brisket that's been corned, right? Um, but man, that was so good. And the one nice thing about it, like it had a little bit of that flavor, uh, just from the sear in the sear, not necessarily the wood flavor, but afterwards, like, uh, if you want to use it in something else, like a breakfast wrap or Steph did even shepherd's pie, it doesn't have a heavy smoke. And sometimes like if you got barbecue leftovers, it's, is barbecue barbecue, right? Like if you smoke something, it's going to have the smoke on it. And so it's not always you know, you could use it in another dish, but it's like, no, that smoke is not going to work very well. But this thing without that heavy, heavy smoke flavor, man, it was just, I loved it. Like, I, I honestly didn't know. And we had a brisket. Like, we ended up buying two of them for Christmas. I don't really know why. We thought our fridge died. We didn't know if one went bad. And so we bought another one because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to wake up on Christmas morning and find out that I've got a rotten brisket. Turns out the, the fridge was fine and the brisket was totally fine. But I was like, I don't feel like smoking this thing. I don't have another day to dedicate to it. So we just slapped it in the sous vide. Man, that's good. Oh. And then some people will like actually stick it on the smoker, like a, a low heat smoker. You you pull it out of the sous vide and then you just put it in a pan. You put it on a smoker for like a, an hour or something. And that just puts a little bit of that smoky flavor. You don't get the nice bark that you do if you've smoked, you know, the whole time, but. Oh, dude, that was unreal. Like, the most tender beef I've ever had in my entire life was that, that brisket. It was so good. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I need, to, I need to fire up the flat top here, I think, before it gets too cold. We've got a cold spell coming. But um, the only thing I miss about wintertime is outdoor cooking, you know? Yeah. Or... Or a pizza oven, that little uni pizza oven. We haven't used that since the summertime. We should fire that sucker up. Oh man, <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I need to go pick up some firewood for our fire upstairs for our fireplace, and then I'm gonna pick up. He's got apple wood, like for cooking, like smoking wood. So I think I'm gonna pick up some of that. That's all he's got right now. Well, apple wood and then cherry, but I don't know if I'd really like cherry. Cherry's kind a, of a, when you smoke cherry, it's, it's kind of a high-pitched flavor. have to like. Yeah, yeah. It's very distinct the way it affects the food. But um, while I'm there, he's got a couple of nice, uh, like, offset smokers. And um, I told him I was going to build one. He said, oh, when you want to do it, just swing on by and you can take measurements, do whatever you want. And uh, he's got one that's like the what they call it, a two-pass, where basically the smoke goes out and it's sealed on the bottom, and then it comes up and goes over the food on the second pass. So it goes to the left and then up and then to the right, and then 
So the way you can tell those ones is that they got the smokestack is on the same side as the firebox. They call it a double pass because then you get the heat from the bottom and then the smoke on the top. But I'm going to go measure that sucker up because I got to build one of those. I think it'd be fun. Do it upright, you know, put like four briskets on at a time and have like 50 people over. Oh, that'd be a blast. One, I don't know 50 <clears throat> people. And two, yeah. I can't, you know, I don't like people enough to have to be around 50 at one time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Oh, man. man. I can't wait. And you can't wait for what? Can't wait. Just that's all I can say. I just can't wait. Um, oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's a secret. Uh, the, uh, Pizza oven. I could, I, I've been wanting one, wanting one, wanting one since you had, you know, told me you got yours. And the only mm-hmm. thing stopping me is I think if I had one, I wouldn't eat anything else. Yeah. What's wrong I with would that? look like, uh, I'd be fat and my, I have shoulders like the hunchback in Notre Dame from eating pizza dough constantly. And again, what's wrong? What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Life well, short, man. <laughs> One of my accomplishments so far has been uh, since November, I think I've dropped 20 pounds. So. Oh, well, good job. Uh, just about 20, like 19.5 or something. I round up. So, you, so life's been miserable for you then? Not really. I have, um, That's good. If you, have to, if you have to give up something you love, find out something else that you love to replace it with, right? Mm. or good enough. And Mm. I'm a big dessert person. I love dessert. I would rather have dessert than dinner. And uh, Mm. I found that uh, frozen sliced strawberries are really good. Yeah, yeah. So that's my dessert. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Or, like last night, I had frozen blueberries. That's cool. And then, so with that, like, uh, what other things have you been doing? Just, like, mostly just, like, watching the, the the calories? Is that how you've been losing your weight? No sugars. And, and I keep carbs down to between 40 and 45 a day or less. Oh, okay. And yeah, I'm not paying too much attention to calories because I don't eat that much anymore. You know, I don't mm, eat enough yeah. to worry about calories and if you're on a low sugar low carb diet you really should increase your total caloric intake because you're going to have more protein and stuff anyway um so like in the morning i'll have uh either oatmeal or i'll have uh like a cheese omelet or a spinach and cheese omelet Mm. two eggs and then three pieces of link sausage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I don't oh, normally hungry. i if I eat breakfast I won't eat lunch. If I don't eat breakfast I'll eat lunch. You know, that's just the way I've always mm-hmm. been. Um, mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with diet. It's just who yeah. I am. And if I eat a yeah. big enough lunch, like there are days like uh, day before yesterday, um, I. Uh, 
have my oatmeal, and then an hour later I'm starving. And that's rare, but it happens, so I'll eat a big lunch, big as in, you know, uh, the amount of food, but it's not going to be a lot of calories, you know, Mm -hmm. like salad or something like that. And then I won't eat dinner because I'll be all Mm. full. Mm. I'm not on any kind of strict, you know, you hate yourself for doing it routine because when I lose this weight, I want to keep it off. So I'm trying to make mm, a, yeah, yeah. a a mental change, a lifestyle change. Because yeah, when you're 25, you can eat like crap and still look good. Yeah, not so much when you're double that. Yeah, your body changes, so you got to change with it, or deal with the consequences. Yeah, yeah that's true. I think that's a smart way to go about it, right? Like people want this. It's like <clears throat> they want like, okay, I got to get on a program and I need a, a hard and fast program. And often those are so restrictive and so like black and white that they're hard to keep to, you know? Whereas if you can just be like, you know what? I'm going to be sensible. I'm going to try to, you know, like you say, cut out sugars. I, th- I think that's probably one that a lot of people could benefit from, um, especially with the amount of soda pop that's consumed. <laughs> like I, I'm convinced there's a lot of people that are on the side of obese because of what they drink. You know, it's like every time you see them, he's got like a big, big gulp tanker thing and it's full of Coca-Cola or Dr. Pepper. And I'm like, dude, man, that is a lot of sugar in that thing, you know? But I think that's a smart way to go about it. Just be like, hey, you know what? Let's be sensible. We're, we're not going to go like like Nazis on this diet, but we're just going to say, hey, let's Let's be smart about it. And then, then it's actually doable. And it's not like such an onerous task or you're not like hating life because you're just eating spinach or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I eat things I like. I, I'm not going to eat anything I don't like. Um, if I give up something, I will replace it with something else that I either like good enough or I'll find another way. You Because know, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I want to keep this off. I'm a, if, I'm wa- if we're watching a movie... I have to have a snack, you know, it's just mm. who I am. Yeah, me too. Again, it's yeah. a lifetime of snacking while you're watching stuff, um, and it's hard to give up. So anyway, so instead of like a bag of Lay's potato chips, I'll have a couple of pork rinds. They're no carbs, mm. yeah. high fat, but no carbs, and I can make up for the fat by not having sugar, you know, or not mm-hmm. having yeah. starches. Uh, bad, you know, so, and I don't give up, like, we'll still have a pizza, you know, yeah, it's got carbs in it, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you can't starve your body of something and expect it to react normally later, you know, I don't want it to store something that I have today because I starved it seven, for the last seven days, I don't want it to do that, Yeah, I want it to be like, oh, he's having pizza today, yeah, so what, we'll burn it like we would anything else. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Now, you know, I've given up, you know, things like French fries, and uh, I don't eat a lot of breads. Uh, I'll still have a hamburger every once in a while, but, Mm -hmm. and I had the grilled cheese last night, but I made sure it was, I bought, um, uh, it's homemade sourdough at a bakery that's here local. And mm-hmm. they sell it at the store, a couple of local grocery stores. Mm-hmm. And so, but they're 
tinier loaves in uh, so instead of like a normal piece of Wonder Bread, it's like half that size. So if I have two sandwiches okay. with my uh, bowl of soup, it's really like having one sandwich, but mentally I'm having two. So mm-hmm. you're yeah. uh, so you're satisfying two cravings at once. I want to have a sandwich mm-hmm. with my stupid tomato soup, and I normally have two, so I'm still having two. So that's my brain. Yeah, I'm still having two. I'm mm-hmm. happy. Yeah. And then the flavor of homemade sourdough is so much better than yeah. plain old white bread. It satisfies the physical craving. Mm-hmm. And sourdough is actually better for you. Yep. Um, like it's actually better for your gut health and stuff like that. Yeah. So. You yeah, know. I used to hate hate sourdough, but I love it now. And Steph always I've, has a sourdough starter on the go. I've always loved it. So I'm good. still. Tr- I'm trying to find a good place to. Get a new starter because when we moved, we lost our starter. You can just make your own. I know, but um, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. So I was looking at what's that? Oh no, I was agreeing. Oh, I was just uh, just for curiosity. I opened up Transistor here, and I was looking. I didn't know you could earn badges for achievements, <clears throat> but this is kind of interesting. So okay, you get your first. Episode badge. Yay, that's a hard one. We have one episode. Oh, no, we released 50 episodes. That was a while ago. And then we have an episode that had over 50 downloads on one episode. That surprises me. Hey? Yeah, that's when I sprained my finger downloading. (laughs) (laughs) Then uh, we we got a badge a while ago. uh, 2,000 downloads. We got a badge. Uh, we've been downloaded in over 25 countries. Oh, my Lord. That's weird. Yeah. That's no really way. weird. Like, that's creepy, especially for, for how rude we are. <laughs> I bet they're just it's, passing us around. It's like, oh, we got to It's we all of those countries' guys. intelligence agencies downloading it. <laughs> that's right. Okay, we got to shut these guys down. And then uh, we got one for releasing over five weeks in a row, which we've done well more than that. And uh, we've been uh, over two years podcasting. Yeah. So that's cool. And this is going to be episode 80. And it would be 82 if our internet had worked for the last two episodes that we sat down, recorded. And then, oh, man, so frustrating. Like, it was such a... I was editing it, trying to make it sound like we were talking to each other. But I'd be like, hey, hey Todd, 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 you there? Hello? Yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. I'm like, hey, Todd, Todd, you there? It, oh, it was such an awkward conversation. I thought if I can't enjoy it when I'm, like, editing it, nobody's going to listen to this, so. Yeah, yeah on no, that episode, cool. if you'd have counted up all the words in total, there would have been more words used in the phrase, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? That's funny. But so far, this seems to be working today. Have you noticed any major lag? Only two, but okay. Um, not a big deal, and hopefully it wasn't Safari the whole time. I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I guess. You know, I, and if I if know. it is, try. you know, bad on Squadcast because over half the free world uses Safari. Stop it, people. Yeah. Make your yeah. crap work with Apple. Yeah. And that's a yeah. phrase I never thought I would say. 
because I came to Apple yeah, no kicking and screaming. Yeah. So how are you liking your new computer? This is the first podcast you've used it, hasn't it? No, this um, no, like the third. Oh, okay. Second. Oh, okay. Something. Second or third. Gotcha. It doesn't matter. But um, nope. I don't like one big thing when it comes to recording. Every time I use it, I have to go into settings, sound, and change it to roadcasters. Oh, really? For input oh, and output. Okay. Because I don't like that. Just keep it. I will change it when yeah, I want yeah. to. Nope. That's weird because I don't do that. Happen. Huh. Interesting. And it's so weird because if you're a, let's say you're an Apple user and you've had an iPhone, an iPad, and a MacBook or a MacBook Air, and now you want to upgrade, you go and get a MacBook or, I mean, an iMac or an iMac Pro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't mm -hmm. expect it to work the same because it mm -hmm. doesn't. Yeah, there's there like little, there's little some things here and there. that are. Just weird. Hmm. Just like right now, um, doing the podcast, uh, I can't turn off the camera. I'm not using it, but I can't turn it off on the monitor. Yeah, you got a little green light? Computer cell, so I yeah, just yeah. cover it up. Yeah. No, it's yeah. That's podcast, I turned it off. But the actual yeah. camera is on. Yeah, that's I, how mine is too. Like I've got a... Cause I'm on a, a, a MacBook, and I've got the little green light right there, and yeah, yeah, like I, I turned it off on Squadcast, up. but it's yeah. They say that's actually good. Well, I I I'm maybe I'm paranoid. Yeah, I am paranoid at certain things, but like uh, the laptop, the MacBook that I have in my shop, that's just open all day long. I have tape over that one because I'm like, you know what, like. It, it's not hard for somebody to somebody who knows what they're doing just to get in there and just see, okay, what's he doing? You can just spy on me. And I'm yes. not, I'm not comfortable with that. And I don't trust. I, I would not be comfortable with it either. I've worked for two different agencies that whose job, one little section of those agencies, that's whose job it is to go look for bad guys um, via their devices and turn on yeah. cameras and microphones and such. That's crazy. And I've seen it because I've processed um, evidence to, you know, uh, to be mm -hmm. used. And I've processed some of that stuff. And it's, yeah. And the thing is, I don't trust my government to uh, to leave technology like that alone. You know. They don't. For no. No. For nefarious reasons. Like, I don't trust my government in any way, shape, or form. They and don't. I'm like, you dirty, rotten um, bastards. And in a lot of ways, they can't just um, target Todd. They can mm. in some ways, but in some other ways, they cannot. So they blanket, like, everybody's mm. IMAT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just go looking in those using uh, voice and, pick and facial recognition and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And the NSA collect so much in their server farms when they say that huh. oh yeah the nsa collects everything over the air and then just you know roots through it later that yeah there's a lot of truth in that That's you know crazy. a lot of uh fallacy but a lot of truth too you know hmm. now what's true and what ain't i don't, I don't know 
Uh, can't say if I did know, but a yeah, lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, and so every device I have, except my iPhone, the camera's covered. Yeah, I, I've done that. For, I've even I used to tape the cameras on my phone too. It just doesn't like, do any good now, so I just don't bother. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and the phone's usually in my pocket, unless I'm yeah. going to cover up the microphones. Or and I turn it over. Whatever. Oh, wait, there's cameras on the other side. Oh, crap. <laughs> That's right. you know, just, it's dirty riders. <clears throat> and now this new iPhone, the 14, is really creepy. Why is that? It doesn't turn off unless you really? turn it over. So if you just lay it down, like with yeah. the screen facing up, it will not go to sleep. It will not turn off. Oh, that's turn dumb. it over, you cover the screen, and it'll turn off. You got to be able to adjust that in settings, though. No. That's dumb. it's a hard setting. And really? this is something Apple said. Now, if it's in the settings, I'm wrong. I'm just going by what Apple themselves say. Hmm. And I'm I wonder like, why they do that. Like, like. Like, I understand if you're, like, watching a YouTube video and you just set your phone down you don't want it going to sleep, but usually those apps, like, YouTube won't go to sleep when it's playing because it knows that it's don't understand why they would do that? No. So many people don't turn off some settings, especially in apps they use. Mm-hmm. And you know how much money Apple would be losing by selling your information to these app uh, oh, yeah. people and all these companies by not being able to record you Get what you say for, you know, keywords. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can't have true. Facebook open and have a conversation. No, no, that's true. Because any keyword in my sentence in that conversation, I will see for the next thousand years in my feed on every <laughs> platform. Cre- that's crazy. That's I, crazy. We were talking about um, what the possibility is of getting another poodle, mm-hmm. right? Before Benny passes away. Yep. And now I am a member of two poodle groups in Instagram <laughs> and Facebook I never signed up for. That's I'm funny. not kidding. It used to be bad That's enough you funny. got advertisement. Now I'm joining groups I didn't join. <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, I bet. I wonder if we're in like Greta's fan book page or something because we make fun of her so much. <laughs> oh, I wish. I wish. Um, yeah, I I know hey, Greta, I'm banned. I, join. <laughs> I know Greta blocked me. <laughs> yeah, I said one of hey, my. Greta, uh, can I join your fan fan club? And she said, "How dare you!" <laughs> one of my Instagram accounts that I I use just to troll people. <laughs> You're um, creepy. Dog. She blocked. <laughs> and she really? blocked me, and I would I don't blame her for blocking me. Because I said some horrible yeah. stuff. I mean, horrible. Um, things where funny. Carl would be like, ah, you're going to hell, boy. Um, <laughs> just having fun, right? That's funny. And, uh, but, yeah, she blocked me. I'm like, yes. Huh. And that's what I'll, that was my goal all along. <laughs> I was bored. Yeah. It was a Wednesday. Hey, I'm going to get Greta to block me. I bet you she won't. That's funny. And one That's of my funny. personalities was like, I bet you 30 bucks I can make her block me. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's funny. And now, uh, you know the <clears throat> Hydraulic Press channel on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Ani and Laura 
Yeah, they divorced. And uh, oh, I didn't know that. They're still friends, but allegedly, and they divorced. And you see him now with a blonde version of Ani, almost identical, but it's fully blonde. And I'm like, yeah, you can't tell. He's got a type. And now she's moved in to a little cottage near her grandma and with her cat, and she's all happy. You can tell, yeah, yeah, they're not friends anymore, <laughs> even if they say they are. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Well, I never. I, she, I, so she's I, I been, don't know if I've seen the channel. And she has reached out to, uh, like, her fan base. They're like, hey, what do you think I should do now? And you know people are going to say awful stuff. And you know people are going to give her heartwarming wishes, right? Heartfelt wishes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect anything. I just said, hey, you should blah, blah, blah. And uh, basically it was just take your time, relax, enjoy your cat, and don't make any decisions in the near term. You know, it's too mm-hmm. big of a life change getting divorced. You just need to mm-hmm. chill and give it some mm-hmm. time, you know, go with God. And uh, she actually responded. Hmm. Uh, she DM'd me, and I'm like, Danette, uh, Ani DM'd me. Uh, so there's no, you know, not even the appearance of impropriety there. And uh, Danette's like, I don't mm-hmm. care. You want to go see her? Go. She'll laugh and, at um, you like I do. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I like have heard of the channel. I've never. I don't think I've ever actually yeah. watched a video from the hydraulic. Pr- is that which is where they squish stuff? Exactly. Oh, I didn't know there's people behind it. I thought it was just the press. I've never seen seen a face on that. <laughs> anything I've seen from. It. I didn't know there's actually a personality. No, they have a channel it. also called Behind the Press, but or Beyond the Press, oh, and okay. that's where they do other oh, stuff. Okay. And uh, gotcha. Every once in a while, they've shown themselves on Hydraulic Press Channel, but hmm. uh, anyway. Isn't that funny that you could make a successful YouTube channel with a Hydraulic Press? <laughs> and there's stuff. more than one channel that does it, so it's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't know you could make a successful YouTube channel um, just going through your own life. Rubbing it in the nose of your audience about how rich you are, but I'll be darned yeah. if people don't do that. So. Yep. This I did a, a released a vlog this week, and oh, um, I know. Yeah, people don't like vlogs. Uh, they're stupid. Um, vlogs are awesome. I love. I I feel this, like I enjoy watching vlogs, and especially if it's somebody that I I know or like, and it's like, okay, that's cool. But uh, here, I'm just opening it's like up a getting YouTube to studio. hang out with a friend, but not actually having to leave home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with, with my vlog, I've lost uh, 24 subscribers <laughs> from that one video. <laughs> the vlogs are dumb. Now, Don't I, ever vlog. Did one you guy gain said, any? Did you have a net gained gain? Gained none. Or a net loss? No. Oh, net loss. Yeah, it's okay. a net loss of 24. Okay. And sometimes... Sometimes you'll like lose three and gain two, so it's a an overall of one you've lost. Yeah. But this is just twenty three people unsubscribed, and it's I. The, the thing is, it's like so, and that's the thing I think you have to like. For me, I'm realizing that I have to get my head around just not caring, and not getting too wrapped up in it. The the one thing is so that you know I've I've uploaded a couple of videos this week, and my views are up 
what, like 600% across my channel. And it's like, that's, so the way to make money on YouTube is to get more views. And even though overall, like, so video, I think this week, I'm always up on subscribers, but it's like, if I'm getting more views, then who cares if some people are unsubscribing, right? Like I unsubscribe from channels. I don't know when the last time I did was, but if, if, if I'm doing something they don't like, they, that's their right. And it's, sometimes it's so easy to be like, oh, great. I lost 24 subscribers. But it's like, in the same time, like in this past week, I've gained about, a, I don't know, like 250, 300, 500, you know, I usually gain a, between a thousand to 2000 a month. So who cares, you know, but it's weird when you look at certain numbers, certain numbers have more impact and you just fixate on it. It's like, oh man, I lost subscribers. And it's like, who cares? You have to sort of in a way have an attitude. It's like, glad to see you go. You know, if this isn't for you, then you shouldn't be here. And, um, Especially if you're the kind of person who's like, stop doing vlogs, they're stupid. It's like, don't don't tell me what to do. Okay, this is my YouTube channel. If you hate vlogs, then don't watch them. And you can make your own channel that's not vlogs. You know? So, it's weird. Yeah, it's so funny, too, because um, one of those... I, I don't, I'm not... I'm convinced YouTube doesn't know what this person is doing. They work for YouTube, you know obviously, because they put out those, hey, how to be a better YouTuber videos by YouTube. Yep. And they're literally trolling YouTube. But anyway, really? well, that's what it appears to me. They're, because uh, the last one I saw, and I don't subscribe to it. I don't go looking for it. Every once in a while, this fat-faced blonde guy shows up in my feed telling me how to do YouTube. Um, and he he was saying, it's not about how many people subscribe. It's not about how many likes you get. It's about views and view hours. That's all it's about. Mm -hmm. Yep. So if you make a video that gets a lot of views, but you lose a couple of subscribers because it was either off topic from what's normally on your show, or they just didn't like it, who cares? They, we don't look at yeah. that. Our advertisers don't look at that. It's how many eyes were on that video mm -hmm. for how long. They don't care about anything below that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, anyway, true. so the last thing he said was, oh, yeah, you want more, more eyes on your videos for longer? This is what you, YouTube will tell you to do. Start your video with a, a teaser or a stinger or a giveaway and say you have to stay until the end of the video mm. uh, for the details. Really? Yeah, and they'll watch they, it all they, the way. They no, they that? won't. No, he said, no, they won't. Yeah. They'll just fast forward right to the end. Don't do that. Exactly. It's yeah. hilarious. Because YouTube is literally telling people to do that. And this guy works for YouTube doing videos on how to YouTube. And he's saying, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we talked about when I was on the I was on the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. We talked about that exact same thing. <laughs> so they're doing uh, some videos where they're like, uh, they basically dress one troll's comment, and then they'll do five questions that people ask them, and then a show and tell. So sometimes he'll just show his favorite axe or his favorite knife, and basically they're just trying to come up with easy content to create that would allow them to just to do a video a week. And so their, their goals, they do at least one big project a month. And then these, and, but the one thing they said is that the 
and the title is usually the troll's comment. Like a commenter said something, something. And the very first thing they do in the video is that. It's like, boom, the, the camera turns on and it's like, and his brother who's behind the camera reads the question or says the comment and then uh, the other guy responds to it. And um, Dustin responds to it. And it's funny because, but they said, you know, we got to give him that right off the bat. And I had a guy that I <clears throat> used to work with, him and his brother started a YouTube channel after I did. And I started my YouTube channel like while I worked at Sanjao and I had like maybe one or two videos and then I got laid off and then they kept making some videos and I, I don't, I don't think I had any success at this point, but they're like, that looks like fun. I'm going to make a YouTube video. And so they went on this hike and they did the dumbest thing ever. They, they, they were on this rock slide that ended off at a cliff and they were going down it and they slipped and they're literally sliding and they got this whole thing on on film and it's insane if they had to just put it on somehow it would have gone viral and so they're basically kind of going down this rock slide and just like pieces of shale and they're walking across it while they're sliding down it and all they have to do is get to the trees on the other side of it but if they didn't make it they literally would have had like i don't know a 300 foot cliff and it was really stupid but they start their video by saying Hey guys, we're going, these, these two brothers, we're going on a hike. I was like, but wait till the very end. We've got something amazing to show you, but let's go for a hike. And then they walk for like, it's like 10 seconds of them leaving the parking lot. I like, don't remember to, don't remember, uh, or like, remember to stick around till the very end. You won't want to miss it. And I'm like, this is dumb, man. And so I just fast forward to the end, but I was like, if, if I didn't know, cause he told me, he texted me what happened. And so I'm like, well, I want to see this. I'm like, see how dangerous it actually was because I didn't really believe him. And it was pretty incredible. But I was like, will you start off your video saying, like, it's a really lame video. Hey, we're going for a hike, but stick around. And then 10 seconds of leaving the parking lot, but stick around. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you can't get much better than this. It's just so funny. It's like, dudes, that's, that's not how you do it. <laughs> people, people don't want to oh, be told stick around. That's funny. Yeah, I... Yeah, I think it wasn't a stick around, but it was just something the way they were um, talking about the project they were about to work on. And I'm like, I don't care if you're about to give me the, the key to the Midas touch followed by the cure for cancer. I am not sticking around to watch it. Yeah, you're yeah. stupid. You're lame. And, Whatever you're going to say is going to be lame because I have never seen a content creator ever that had sponsors that weren't as lame as them. Hmm, it seems like the sponsors funny. and the content creators are pretty well matched as far as um, interest level, <laughs> right? Or quality yeah. or whatever. Um, I mean, there are some exceptions to that such as i recently got into like off-road recovery videos towing but off-road okay yeah. and i'm watching matt's off-road recovery completely yeah. compelling channel and one of their sponsors is makita tools awesome right yeah great top mm -hmm. shelf channel top shelf tools well another uh, of their sponsors is harbor freight really but for not everything Harbor Freight, just one brand within Harbor Freight, and it's their winches. And mm, I'm like, yeah. okay, their winches are actually pretty good. Um, I have two. Mm. Uh, 
you know, I I don't think I'd buy a worn now, you know, because mm-hmm. there's not enough quality difference to justify ten times the price. Yeah. So, so there, take that, fanboys for worn. But anyway. Yeah. That's interesting. Now, before I ever had a Badlands winch, the new ones, the new ones, not the older ones, the the newer ones. Let's say in the last three, four years. I only had worn winches. So. Hmm. Yeah, I've never had a winch on a vehicle before, except I want a quad. One that I can put on every vehicle, you know, as I need it. Yeah, that's a good. Way so to I want to mount this thing on a receiver post, and uh, yeah, I, I bought I the new winch. That. It's still in the box, like from two years ago. It's never opened. Hmm. It's on my workbench. Yeah. Out in the war- workshop downstairs, <clears throat> it got yeah, forgot. I, saw I mean, literally, I bought this stupid thing. It came in, I put it down there, and literally forgot about it. I'm like, and then I was thinking one day, man, when I gonna build this winch thing? I better go ahead and get that winch ordered. And I pulled it up, and it had that little thing across the screen that said, "You, know, you last ordered this part on." I'm like, oh crap, I forgot I bought no, one. No. <laughs> funny we uh like i've seen uh, you ever see wrangler star set up from like 10 years ago just like what you're saying so he's got a it's on a receiver and then he had a receiver in the front of his truck the back and then one on his trailer and then you know those quick disconnect for welding leads like for your stinger yeah so it's like i don't yeah and he just had those permanently mounted and then you can get little like silicon caps to plug in just to keep all the water and salt or whatever off of that when you're not hooked up to. I thought, man, that is a nice system. Heavy, heavy cables. Yeah, I want that system. The back bumper, front bumper. Cable, yeah. the connectors, and they make uh, jumper leads that also have the same connector. Yes, yes, yeah. And it's like, you know, put in a proper inline fuse, and it's just, and yeah, especially those jumper leads. A lot of lot of uh, snowplow trucks around here, AMAs, stuff like that, they've got that set up. I'm like, that is genius. Absolute genius. Doesn't matter where the vehicle is, you know, in front of you, behind you, where your access is. You can run a nice long set of jumper leads and help a person out, you know. I want something like that set up for my truck. But those, those connectors, the really good quality ones, not the Chinesium mm-hmm. ones from Amazon, but the good quality ones are going up in price. Yep. And they're really close to the price of those uh, round John Deere Quick disconnects that they use on big. Uh, oh, really? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They use on the really big. Cat uses them too, I think, on the really big oh, okay. equipment. But they're it looks like a post, and you put it in, and you turn it, and that's your jumper lead. Quick disconnect. Hmm. And they use them on like double aught or four aught cable. I mean, they're huge. Um, yeah, they had yeah. to be 24 volt and all that. Blah blah blah. But. They're getting really close to those, and I'm thinking, man, that'd be even cooler. Mm-hmm. I mean, the neat. cool factor, but still. Yeah. I should do, you know what I should do? I should do that for a, a Princess Auto video. Get myself, because Princess Auto sells a bunch of winches. And I'll, the only thing I really have to do is, is weld in a receiver to the front of my truck somewhere, yeah. which would be handy anyways. That'd be a good actual video because they sell all the cable. They sell the the good quality. Like, I, I don't know what brand they are, but 
each one is in a nice sealed bag and it's it's got the logo it's not simpson samson i forget but you can tell that the good quality disconnects and man that'd be a fun little project to do set my truck up properly <laughs> might have to do that i kind of want to do some stuff to my truck my truck's pretty much bone stock except for like glass pack mufflers and i'm like i don't know I, i've always customized my trucks like i'll put like like work lights on stuff like that and i haven't done that with this truck at all and i'm kind of like i need to do something man that's got to make it my own you know hey that i'm, I'm sensing vlog videos here and projects there you go yeah yeah no really <laughs> you know it's funny i'm not one kidding that, if people no i i, I heard that's someone, the stuff i watch on youtube well, I heard somebody say that on when I talk about this on our podcast that I'm I'm not being sincere about uh, wanting you to vlog. I am a hundred percent. Yeah, I think that uh, s most of like Matt Carricker's vlogs are compelling. Not all, mm -hmm. but most. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think agree. yours are very compelling. I think you know a couple other people are very compelling because the person is interesting. Their delivery is genuine and mm -hmm. you're trying to, you can tell you're um, either really genuine about wanting to connect with the audience or a very good actor, one or the other. Um, yeah, yeah. You'd have to call mine very good acting because I don't want to connect with 3 million people. But Yeah, yeah. No, and, and like, so the, cha the channels I like to watch are like that, like um, Mike Festiva. Have you ever seen that channel? Yes. Uh, you know, I, I like some a lot of his stuff. Um, and there's other ones, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't watch as much YouTube as I, I wish I could. Um, now what I've been doing, because part of the thing is if I'm, if I'm really like, okay, I want to do 100 videos this year, and if I want to do more, it helps to... If you're thinking about what you want to do on YouTube, it helps if you watch other people and see what they're doing, right? Market research, call it what you want. But, you know, when I was doing videos all the time, I was actually watching quite a bit of YouTube as well. And so now I'll get up off at like five o'clock in the morning and just come, I'll make a coffee and I'll sit on the couch and I'll watch YouTube for like an hour on my iPad. And I, I don't necessarily watch full videos, but I'm like, okay, I'll try to find new stuff. And YouTube actually gave me this feature the other day. I've never seen it before. And you know, you go, you're scrolling through and they're kind of different segments, like the stuff's on top that they recommend to you. And then there'll be like a thing for reels, like a little slider for like a row of reels and then a row of movies. And then on this one row, it said, want to find something different? And I was looking yeah. at it and like, and I was like, yes, please. And so I clicked that and I actually found a couple of videos. I'm like, this is, this is really cool. Like this is not in my normal wheelhouse or it is like, it's a making channel, but just one I've never, ever, ever heard of before. I love that feature. I'm like, do I want something new? Absolutely, I do, <laughs> you know? Because if you look at, like, the, the list of channels I actually watch, it's small, right? And it's like, you know, I got to wait for, you know, maybe one video a week from these people. And it's like, I could watch more than 10 minutes of YouTube a week from you, you know? So, I don't know. I thought that was cool. I'm going to explore that little find new content a little bit more. It's interesting. Yeah, the last time yeah, I looked at that. Hey, um, find something new. It was all mm -hmm. utterly stupid and for 14-year-old girls. 
I'm like, who do you okay. think I am? Uh, how many, many 14-year-old girls are watching shooting videos and off-road recovery? <laughs> and if there are, yeah. good for them. But yeah. still. That's funny. And, you know, I, I about three or four weeks ago, I went through my YouTube and cleaned out stuff I hadn't watched, you know, unsubscribed to a bunch of people. Um, just because yeah. one person, I actually like watching because I hate this guy, but he's an expert in what he's talking about. Mm. You know, so, and it's MMA, but I hate the guy, but he's an expert in what he's talking about. So you kind of, you know, put one, one, ideology aside and listen to what he's saying about MMA. Mm -hmm. And then he had to defend Joe Biden. And I said, stop, click, undelete. Um, I mean, not undelete, but unsubscribe. And then I went in and said, never, ever, ever, ever recommend this poopy head to me again. Yeah, yeah. Because if anybody in today's world defends Joe Biden... I got nothing for you. And for some reason, we lost Todd's audio track at this point. So it's a good spot to end the podcast. I thank you guys so much for listening, Todd. Always appreciate doing a podcast with you. And uh, hopefully, if technology will allow it, we'll do one next week.